0: Alright. I I want to use some few minutes to talk about the hand of God. Amen. The hand of God. Everybody say the hand of God. And I am praying that it shall not just be something we are talking about but it shall be something we shall experience. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So I declare that the hand of God comes upon your life. May the hand of the Lord come upon your career. May the hand of the Lord come upon your business. May the hand of the Lord come upon your children. May the hand of the Lord come upon the entirety of your house. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And as the Lord's hand come upon your house and your life, I pray that the effect of that hand shall be seen in our lives. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I, I'm going to be using um, for tonight. Amen. I'm going to be using a very popular text, but I'm going to be drawing some relevant truth in that scripture. We have not, we, we might not have really looked at or talked about for a very long time. Hallelujah. Go to First Kings chapter 18, and I just want us to look at the verse number um, 40, 40, 46, but I'll be on the forty-six. Now, it happened in the meantime from verse 45. It happened in the meantime that the sky became black with clouds and wind and there was a heavy rain. So Ahab rode away and went to Jezreel. Hallelujah. Then the hand of the Lord came upon Elijah. Somebody said the hand of the Lord. Shouted and said the hand of the Lord. Somebody said then, 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 and the hand of the Lord was on Elijah, and he girded up his loins and he ran before Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. That means that before Ahab got there, Elijah was there. And I know that when we, when you hear this scripture, the only thing that comes into our mind is supernatural speed. We are taking anointing. How many of you have heard this sermon before? Hallelujah. Supernatural speed. And of the truth, when the hand of God comes upon your life, it gives you speed. Hallelujah. But not in every sense. Not in every sense. The hand of the Lord comes upon us to perform different tasks per the situation. So it is not every time that God's hand comes upon you that you get speed. Sometimes the hand of the Lord will come upon you and it will be heavy on you. I'll be talking about that later. Hallelujah. Yeah, The hand of the Lord can be heavy on you. Heavy on you. Hallelujah. And it's not giving you speed, but it is giving you slowness in life. The hand of the Lord. Amen. Praise Jesus. Yeah, The hand of the Lord will come heavy upon you and you realize that. The hand of the Lord can be like that upon you. And you cannot also run. Amen. Amen. If God is a spirit, then He doesn't need a hand. Amen. Because spirits don't have hands. Spirits don't spirits are disembodied beings. Hallelujah. Spirits don't have bodies. But in scripture, we read many times and we come across the eyes of God, the ears of God, the hand of God, the arm of God, the palm of God. Amen. We, we have all these things about of human beings attributed to God. Hallelujah. In Theological studies. We have what we call anthropomorphism. Anthropomorphism is when uh, you attribute the characteristics and the behaviors of uh, human beings to a deity or animal or an object. Amen. So then, when we talk about the hand of God, you are talking about if God, we want to put God in a, in a form of a human being. You are talking about a part of God. Hallelujah. But the question here is that and the hand of the Lord was on Elijah. Hallelujah. Where was God's hand when he was fighting the prophets of Baal? Where was God's hand when he called down fire? Hallelujah. Because the hand of God ought to be with a man to be able to do that kind of thing. Are you following? Where was God's hand when the man was multiplying bread and multiplying oil for the widow? Where was was God's hand when the Lord by him brought the the, the, the woman's baby back to life when he died. That was. Does it mean that during this time the hand of God was not with him? Amen. Are you following what I'm talking about? You and I as we are seated here, the hand of God is upon us. Hallelujah. But when you come across specifications of the hand of God in scriptures like this, then you need to understand that the hand of God is not the literal hand of God like the hand like this. Are you getting it? But it's a language they are using to describe the power of God that comes upon a man. Hallelujah. Or the presence of God, the might of God that comes upon a man. Hallelujah. So, in the original rendering, you don't even see the hand of the Lord. Hallelujah. You don't see this word like and the hand of the Lord. Praise God. Are you getting? It? Now, the moment look at the wording, the moment you use this and the hand of the Lord was on Elijah. And the hand of the Lord should let you just let us understand straightforward that for the purpose of what was to be done, God came upon him in a special way. Hallelujah. Are you follow what I am teaching? So, I pray in the context of the word of the Lord for you. I know that the presence of the Lord is with you. But may the hand of God be disposed to you. In a season like this, may the hand of God be revealed in another dimension to you. Hallelujah. Are you getting it now? The hand of God has always been upon him. But pretend into the need of the moment, the same hand had to be moved in a different dimension to help him undertake the task that is at the moment. I am praying that same hand upon you right now. Hallelujah. So, when you hear the hand of the Lord, somebody say, no, the hand of the Lord is symbolic of his might. Say, symbolic of his might. The hand of the Lord is symbolic of the might of what God. In fact, the hand of God is the sum total of the being of God on a man. Hallelujah. God literally enveloping a man is what is the one we have the hand of God it doesn't mean that there is a fraction of God that is on a man. It is God terminacling a man, God enveloping a man, the man that he has always been with. For the purpose of the need of the moment, God decides to envelop him in a special way. In this season, may the Holy Ghost envelop us in a special way. No, your amen is weak. Your amen is weak. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. May the hand of the Lord overshadow you. May the hand of the Lord come mightily upon you to be able to undertake the task of the moment in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Your amen is weak. Have you realized that the hand of God is on you? God is with you. But you, this same person, there are times you are able to do things that under normal circumstances you never thought you could do. Hallelujah. You know why? Because at that moment, the hand of God is disposed to you because of the need of the moment. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, as I'm speaking right now, the hand of God can just come upon Adams. In a way, that will make him begin to behave in a way he has never behaved before. Because God will need that behavior in this moment to serve a purpose. And because of that, he will dispose or release his hand upon him. Can I hear you shout amen? I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So, so if I want, let me say this. Every season, of our lives will require a certain manifestation of God in our lives. Oh, can I pray in a prayer now? When they employ you to work in a place, you may not have all the capacity for it, but you shall perform well there, because the hand of the Lord will be disposed towards you for that assignment. Hallelujah! So they will say, "How, how are, were you able to do this?" And you cannot explain it. Because in that moment, the hand of God prevailed over you. Can you clap your hands for me? But, I didn't come to preach to you about the hand of God giving you speed. Amen. The season we are in right now, requires the hand of God. Amen. Requires the hand of God. Throw your two hands in the air. Say, Lord, let your hand come mightily upon us. For this season, our survival in this season, our achievement in this season, our productivity in this season, our sanity in this season, is only possible by the hand of the Lord. And the hand of the Lord came upon Elijah. And he gilded up his loins. And ran. Before Ahab. To the entrance. Of Jezreel. Hallelujah. I am going to prophesy on your life. By the spirit of the Lord as I hear. In this season we shall not only be instructors. Because from time to time, God has always used us as mouthpiece and channels of propelling people into their destiny. But as God uses us to usher us them into their destiny, and we hear the Holy Ghost right behind this, what we say, in this season those by them that I have used you to push them forward I will come upon you so mightily that they will not see you at where they left you by the time they realize you would have given them an instruction to prosper and you yourself you are already prospering before Ahab got there Elijah was there because we will not only be signposts Directing people into their destiny. For them to leave us at a spot. But God taught it wise that I will use your mouth to give an instruction to Ahab. But I will come upon you and use your feet for you to enjoy what Ahab is going to enjoy. <clears throat> the Lord says I should tell you. What, listen, you have been good, you have been wonderful, you have helped others, you have supported others, and every now and then you support them, they go, they come and see you where they left you. But this season, the hand of the Lord comes upon your life. The hand of the Lord comes upon your life you shall not just be a teacher but you shall be a partaker of that which you taught them i am praying for you right now you shall not just be an instructor that means that by the time you are telling somebody this you yourself you are speaking to them from the place of divine experience and not just by revelation in the name of the lord jesus christ whilst you are pointing others to jesus and how good it is i see the lord doing you good I see him being good to you as well. Like Elijah, God will use him to tell Ahab, run. But by the time Ahab to Elijah himself was there. I pray grace for you in the name of Jesus Christ that from today, our status and our dimensions are changing. We shall not just be men God is using. We shall be men God has also blessed. I speak it on your life. I speak it on your life. May the hand of the Lord come upon your life so strongly that you will not just point people to what they must do that is right. But as they are at it they will find you there already in the name of the Lord Jesus all receive it right now receive it right now can you imagine what would have happened to Elijah if the hand of the Lord had not come Elijah it was going to rain Elijah told Ahab get into your charos and run but the one that gave the instruction had no chariots. Hallelujah. If I don't have the chariots, some trust in horses, others in chariots, but we will trust in the name of the Lord. And I came to declare to Charisma Center, those who have always trusted in the name of the Lord. Listen, it take, it doesn't take faith to be good to somebody. It takes trust to be good to somebody. Can I hear somebody shout amen. If you took only faith in God to give my last bread, I will struggle with it. I only gave my last bread because I trusted him who is able to give me more than I'm giving out. Can I hear somebody shout amen. This season is the season for those who have trusted God enough to make sacrifices, to share their food, and to and to go all out to make sure that things are possible for others whilst they had nothing. The hand of the Lord is coming upon you right now. The Ayana matter. This is a season of those who have trusted God solely. That was their colleagues were bowing their knee to the worship of Baal. They said, We will not bow our knee. Our season of trusting in God is about to be rewarded. And I'm talking to those who believe it. That the Lord we trusted that we could share our bread. The Lord we trusted that we could still be good when we were hurting. The Lord we trusted that we could still go to church when there is no money in our pocket. The Lord we trusted that we have stood for over the years. He said you don't have the chariots. You showed them and they sat in their chariots and they left. You taught them. You did them good and they turned out to become something else and we have been left at the spot of mockery." But behold my hand comes upon you right now. My hand is coming upon you. I am about to reward your trust. is the season of the reward of trust. I came with a prophetic word for you. That is your oil that is falling right now. I said it's your season for the reward of trust. Look at your neighbor and say it is time for the reward of trust. Not the reward of faith. The reward of trust. Touch your neighbor and say neighbor. Have you trusted him? Have you trusted him to help somebody? Have you trusted him to pray when there was no strength to pray? I don't know why I'm talking to tonight. Have you ever trusted him uh, to give your last coin and your last cobble uh, and your last city to somebody that that you felt without that city? They might not make it. It is play time. The Lord is uh, ready to reward your trust. Can I hear somebody shout amen for all the years you have trusted God uh, that you should have given up but you did not give up. You should have Compromised, but you did not compromise. For all the years we have been in silence, and it looked like everything we were doing was a foolish deed. I heard the Lord say, "It is payday time. It is reward time. I am about to reward your trust. Anyhow, I used to to be a blessing to others. I am ready to bless you now, and I am praying grace for somebody to the five, to the ten, to the twenty that will rise and shout." And say thank you, Lord, uh, for such a season, uh, such a difficult season, uh, such a difficult moment. Uh, it is the moment uh, the Lord rewards the trust uh, of them uh, that have hoped in Him, uh, even when there was nothing to look at. It is your time of divine re- reward. Listen, are you getting the message? God has been using us to meet the needs of others. Yes. Hallelujah. Ha, has, has God sometimes and I say, talk to me. Is anybody hearing me? How many of you have been there before? Because if you have not been there before, you don't understand this message. Elijah is standing at somewhere and rain is coming and he's telling Ahab that ran. Run. So what happens to him? Hallelujah. What happens to him? Because he received the signal of the rain. So he should have run first. Got into Jezreel. And then now send a message to Ahab. And say, come to where I am. It's about to run. It's about to rain. Is that not, not it? That is what a normal human being would do. Hallelujah. But to see as it is with us Christians, sometimes, sometimes with pastors, God, God can reveal to, what, what will make somebody's life better. And he will teach them. And they jump into it. And they run. And their lives become better. And you that were used to teach them, you will still be at the same spot. But when I stood here this evening, the Lord said, it is time for the reward of those who have trusted me. <laughs> If the raven, who needed the food and the meat itself, could obediently give it to Elijah, then the raven is at. A, it's time for the raven to be fed. <montón> it's time for the raven to be what? Because a this man, some call Elijah, no? And a Hallelujah. The raven needs the meat to survive. But the raven was under command. So it carried it to Elijah in obedience. The Lord sent me to talk to some ravens in this place. Oh God, I'm hearing somebody. All the nights, all the sacrifices, all the good counsel you have given to people for them to be where they are and you yourself, you have no, it seems like you are stuck. The hand of the Lord comes upon you right now. Behold, the hand of the Lord is upon you right now. It's like I'm preaching to myself. Who is in this message? Can I prophesy it against you? Say they will not come back and meet me where I gave them the word. Where I stood. Because where I stood and told them that this is what you have to do. They will not come and meet me there. Preadventure. They come and meet me there. They shall meet me there a better man. They shall meet me there a better woman. But the truth of the matter is that I shall not be there because the hand of the Lord will change my location. Clap your hands for the Lord. (laughs) Lift your two hands and say "My, my time of reward is now. Listen. God rewards trust. Hallelujah. God the The season we are in right now is your season of reward. You shall see how the Lord's hand shall help you. You shall see how freely you shall eat. You shall see how speedily you shall build. You shall see how graciously you will do what others are struggling to do. Because the hand of the Lord is upon you. Are you hearing me? You will pay your rent. You will do all the expenses. And you will still be okay. Because the hand of the Lord is upon your life. Oh oh God. And it's not because you are righteous or holy. Or because you are prayerful. It's because you have trusted God. Did you hear me? I said because you have what? Trusted Trusted God. But all those things I said, whichever way it appears to you, it's not my focus. My focus is, and he girded up his loins and ran before Ahab. He gided up his loins. Amen. It was the hand of the Lord that came upon him that put him in a position to gate up his loins to run. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? The hand. When the hand came, it brought a certain awareness. Lift your hands and say, Father, your hand. So that is why I said, I'm not going to be talking to you about the traditional hand of God. Hallelujah. The traditional hand of God, we know is that when it comes upon you, speed. When it comes upon you, power to do what others cannot do. And it is seen in scripture. When it comes upon you. You are strengthened. Hallelujah. But in the case of Elijah. When the hand of God. Come, we have only focused on how he was able to run. Hallelujah. But the hand came upon him. And he girded up his loins. <laughs> Amen. And he began to run. So understand that when the hand came upon him, it brought him into an awareness of what he must do. Hallelujah. And uh, what he had to do was not to run, but to get up his loins and run. Hallelujah. Are you watching that? Please, are you paying attention? Now, in the ancient times, this is how they dressed. So when you meet a man, or a woman, they were all wearing things that was on the that in fact the edge was on the floor, the ground. Hallelujah. They were wearing tunics and like what we call Jarabia or something of that sort. So, so this is how it was. So when you meet Elijah, he was wearing something like this. When you meet Jesus, when you meet Mary Magdalene, all of them were wearing things like this. Even though the dif- the differences was there, you could see that of the woman and the men. You could see the differences. So when when the Hand of the Lord came upon Elijah. Elijah gated up his The word gated up" there means that he took this thing and folded it, folded it, and brought it here. Are you getting me? So he he took it and then gilded it to his. This is his loins. This is the loins of a man. What we call waist loins. The thing was long like that. Some of them do it like this. Some of them do it like what we call pampers or diapers today. See the way it's folded. They some of them could fold it like that, like what they call a tam. Hallelujah. Yeah. And see, at the tin tin a saw o are you getting it? So, when sometimes you see wrestlers or gladiators, when they are fighting, they have that thing. So that thing that they've tied around their there is very tall. When they finish, they can turn it into any dress they want to turn it into. But, because of the occasion, they have to lift it up and tie it around their loins so that they can be able to carry out the exercise of the day. Can I hear you shout amen? So when the hand of the Lord came upon Elijah, Elijah realized that if I have to run, if God will give me supernatural speed, I must remove every impediment so I can have mobility. So he lifted up the garment or whatever they would call it and folded it to his waist so that he could make good use of the hand that has come upon his life. Oh, I'm praying grace for somebody tonight. And and to give up your loins in the ancient times meant that be ready to do something difficult or something impossible. So when the Bible says give up thy loins, it means get ready to do something difficult or something impossible. Can I hear you shout, So, when Elijah gathered up his loins, he made himself ready to do a difficult thing and to do an impossible thing. Can I hear you shouting? A difficult thing is that a man cannot run with a chariot. And it's impossible to outrun it if you try it. Hallelujah. But when the hand came upon him, He gathered up his loins, hallelujah! He put himself in a position to do the difficult and to do the impossible. Can I hear somebody shout amen? And he was able to do it because. He had the hand of God upon him, and the hand that was upon him made him to remove and tie his clothing to his waist, so he could have free access to run like he wants to run. Can I hear you shout? Amen? I am praying some grace on somebody right now. May the hand of the Lord come upon you. May the hand revealed to you what is standing in your way that is hindering your mobility and you are ready to say, I have been living with this thing for a very long time but now the season calls for it that I take it out of the way because there is a race to run and there is somewhere I must get to. May you receive the awareness of the spirit. May you receive the alertness by the hand of the Lord. In this season, they call difficult times. You will survive it. Uh, you will overcome it. Uh, you will achieve. Uh, you will conquer. Why? Because the hand of the Lord is upon you. Are you hearing me? Receive the awareness that comes by the hand of the Lord. Somebody stretch your hands and I'm praying for you. Receive the awareness that comes by the hand of the Lord that is upon your life. You see the hand came, but God never told Elijah, get up your loins. Hallelujah. I have given you something to help you in your difficult times. That is my hand. You remove the barriers so that my hand doesn't become useless. I don't know who I'm talking to tonight. I don't know who I'm talking to tonight giving you what you need what is difficult to be done I have given in other words when the hand of God is upon a man there is nothing like a difficulty are you I get it But, but why would Elijah have to die because he realized that the, because of the hand I, I am empowered somebody say I am empowered, I am empowered. say I am empowered to conquer, to overcome but the hand you know sometimes we enjoy the hand and we talk about how strong the hand of the Lord is upon us can I tell you something I know growing up in Tico-Stali and through a lot of teachings we feel like we need to be in a certain position for God's hand to come upon us it is one thing for God's hand to be upon you and come upon you in a moment. And another thing for you to see the effect and the impact of the hand that is upon you. Are you with me? The hand came upon Elijah to empower him to do a difficult and an impossible thing. But in order to see the usefulness of the hand, he had, because see, he, he was still going to run anyway. But there was no way he would have overtaken them because and to manage, you know. Are you getting it? Pull, pull it down for me. The, my, my mobility will be resisted. Is that not it? As I'm running, it will be restricted. I cannot run like the girl I want to run. But is the hand of the Lord not upon me? Is his hand not upon me? His hand is upon me. Can I pray for somebody tonight? Today I lose you in the name of the Lord Jesus. I wish somebody understands this message. So, it means that there are people, even though we are running, we are not running, we are running not as we should run because we have not gated up our loins. Say, Lord, make me aware of what I must lift up and lift out of my life so I can run under the influence of your hand. Somebody clap your hands for the Lord. He, oh my God! Somebody say man up. Now, so as I close with this year, look at me. To give up thy lungs means that to be ready to do difficult and impossible things. Hallelujah. And I came to tell you that in this season, be ready for difficult times. Gild up thy loins. Hallelujah. Be ready for what? Be ready. Touch when you say be ready. The thing has not started. This this is just the screensaver. Hallelujah. Be ready. Be ready for more difficult times. Someone say be ready. So look at this. Get up your loins. Oh, get up, get up, say, get up your loins. Beat your chest and say, Kofi. Say, Kofi, get up, say, Kofi. And get up your loins. Because the seasons of difficulties are here. But I prophesy to you that in these difficult times, see, the hand of the Lord is with you see the hand of the Lord is with you see the hand of the Lord is with you I am speaking on Somebody somebody say see the hand of the Lord is with you in these difficult times you shall yet do you shall yet do wild things <laughs> hallelujah how many of you believe God how many of you believe God hey, in these difficult times you will be a best giver. I'm telling you, it will shock you. Believe what I'm declaring to you. Because I told you last week that when we get into dark times like this, it's the show time. Hallelujah. When we get into seasons like this, God has given us a platform especially to those who trust him. Hallelujah. See, See the hand of God. So tell your neighbor that my neighbor, everything about us this season is not about technology, it's not about skill, it's not about who you know, it's not about how smart you are. The systems have been shut to every smartness but open to the those with the hand of the lord so get up your loins 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 i am going somewhere say get up your loins get up your loins get up your loins get up your loins so that in these difficult times you will recognize the hand of the lord and remove out of the way anything that can make you stingy Maybe I should repeat it. Hallelujah. Recognize the hand of God at work. See it. Or in this season, your mobility, your expressions will be hindered by your situation. But if I recognize the hand of the Lord, Hallelujah. If I recognize the hand of the Lord in this season, I can remove anything out of my way that can make me insensitive to the plight of others. Because in this season, if you are a child of God, you are, you are, your mind is to be a recipient. Is anybody hearing me? Your mind is who is going to be given to me. But in a season like this, God's children are givers. Because we recognize the hand of the Lord upon our lives. I am praying for somebody. In this season, no child of God holds to prosper. You don't hold to prosper. You give to enjoy the hand of the Lord. Yeah. Somebody give the Lord a clap. of. <clears throat> Listen, I said clap your hands. Tax three and tell them behold the hand of the Lord is upon you. And the Lord, then and, and the hand of the Lord, and the hand, somebody say, and the hand, the and the hand of the Lord, the might of the Lord came upon Elijah, and and what was difficult to do, he did it. What was impossible to do, he did it. What was dangerous to do, he did it because the hand of the Lord was upon him. Hallelujah. I see you do say. You will stand up, You will overcome. You will prevail. You will excel. You will be good. You will show love. You will show kindness. You will share your bread. You will support the church. You will sow seeds. You will run to the help and the cry of others. You will not hold back. Anything that will give you a reason to say in this season, think about yourself. You will look at that thing and remove it out of the way and say I must run because the hand of the Lord is with me. If you are clapping, clap and lie shout to the Lord. Clap your hands and shout to the Lord. And as you are shouting, may the hand of the Lord come upon you. As you are screaming, may the hand of the Lord. Oh God, who is understanding this word? Say get up. up. Say get up. Get up your loins. I like it. I like it. I like it. So, the hand of God is upon us. Hallelujah. And when the hand came, Elijah took out of the way what could impede his speed. Hallelujah. He gathered up his loins. What a children to man. Hallelujah. are you getting it? Are you getting it? And I'm glad be beyond so that stands to reason that it is not more of what anybody does to us that impedes our progress, but what we can put in our own way. The hand of God is upon you. No, I'm preaching with regards to the season we are in and we are entering in. Ha. If you can only but see the hand of God, there, eh, you will remove every impediment. Hallelujah. If it's a thing of your language, you will change it. Ha. Are you hearing me? Because you recognize the hand of God, what? Upon you, Amen. Who am I teaching this night? You recognize Hallelujah. Say, 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 pull it up. No, look at the river, say, pull that in up. Sa and to my goodness, in say, oh no, say, oh no, peja, a tamano peja, peja goonsam, peja sisi. Na ninety tumrika. No, kati e say tadiana matter I can preach this thing for a very long time. E matter dia Hallelujah. E matter dia na katawa she won na kata wa Hallelujah. Oh God. One day Satan saw Joshua the high priest. In the Bible it says that he stood up against it because Joshua was in a filthy garment. Hallelujah. That garment. That garment. But are you thinking Point beer? You must lift it up. Are you following? Because you see. A man's attire is symbolic of their glory. Hallelujah. The things that gives us assurance of self can stir up pride in us that we can see the thing more than what God is doing. Hallelujah. Sometimes you can look at your certificate and you can see it more than the hand of God. No, I'm talking to you. Sometimes you can look at what you have gotten and you may see that thing as your reason for living that you may not appreciate the hand of God. And I'm praying for you. Kasemazo. some of you are there, tintino, there, no, there, twas, unary, the length of their attire is nothing but doubt. Lift it up to your waist. Are you hearing me? Some of you the length of that garment you are wearing, only the top is a proper material. The down is the spirit of fear. Lift it up and recognize the hand of the Lord upon you right now and tie it around your waist and run like nobody's business. Someone say, Lift the thing up. No, no, I, 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 I. Say Some of your own is lack of confidence. Lack of confidence. It has impeded your mobility. Into a lack of confidence into ain't be find that there's so be a market time, and that is why you're somebody said the hand of the Lord is upon me right now, and the first thing I want to do is to lift up my garment and tie it around my waist. Somebody shout it is time to run, it is time to run. Oh, I tell you, I can preach this thing, and I'm I know it's working something inside here. I rebuke the spirit of fear. The spirit of doubt. A guilty spirit. I repeat it right now. The spirit of guilt. That has enslaved you. Over some wrong thing you did. That you are not able to forgive yourself. That anytime you see anything negative in your life. You connect it to that evil thing you did. I release you right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I release you from the bondage of that spirit. I release you from the influence of that spirit. In the name of Jesus. Every spirit of bitterness and anger. Stretch your hands towards me. Somebody said the hand is here. Let bitterness give way, let anger give way, let self-importance give way, let lack of confidence give way, let fear give way, let doubt give way, let any kind of impediment and in my emotions and in my soul, let it give way so I can enjoy the hand. I pray for anybody with lack of confidence. Listen. Your pastor is a very confident pastor. I release that spirit to you right now. I release it to you. I release the spirit of confidence. Because you are aware that the hand of the Lord is on you. For any occasion, listen, in this season, the hand of God is upon you to do you well but your garment can blind you to the hand are you hearing me? your tunic can blind you to the hand your situation may not let you appreciate the hand but the hand of God is upon a certain Elijah and some are sitting in their chariots to run but we shall equally run but we shall run and overtake them because the hand of the Lord is upon us. And want to give the hand full expression. Somebody say full expression. Can I prophesy to you? Your ministry goes to another dimension after tonight. Your career goes to another dimension tonight. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Listen, I transfer something from me to you tonight. Paul said, You are. You all are partakers of my grace, so it means that God's grace on a man can be partaken of by others. May you be a partaker of the Spirit in the name of the Lord Jesus. How that in difficult times you can still do great and impossible things. May you receive that deposit right now. Lift your voice and shout and receive it in the name of the Lord Jesus. Confidence. When you even know you don't know the thing, you are confident. Hallelujah. Sometimes you even know the thing, but you lack confidence. Those who don't even know, they are more confident than those who know. Ha! Ah, tonight I am like Elijah. I sense the hand of the Lord on me. I sense it. How many of you sense it? And it is releasing this season. Because to get up your loins means Make yourself ready to do difficult things. And no man in his strength can do a difficult thing. Except a certain divine power takes over their life. And that hand is released right now. Listen, you will write the most difficult exams and you will pass. I said you will pass it. They will give you the work and most difficult work to do and without any iota of idea, by the time you realize you have done the thing, the only thing you have to do is to remove the fear that I have not done some before. In this season, I prophesy by the Spirit of the Lord. By the hand of the Lord, it may be a season of hunger and difficulty, but by the hand of the Lord, we shall not beg. By the hand of the Lord, you need to recognize the hand of God in order to do away with impediments. I and it will be difficult even to pay tithe or give an offering in church. But if you recognize the hand of the Lord with you, my brother, You will get up your loins. And the most difficult times, you shall do the difficulties easily. And graciously. Listen. Listen. Yes. Imagine it coming on you. You shall do something you have never thought you could do. You shall do something.